level of consistency will dictate your life. I love that. <laughs> I channel big, it. Big consistency, guys. I knew you were going to love this, uh, this. this topic. I feel like it's good, too, with the new year. Yeah. 2024, like it's coming in alignment January, where we have a lot of people making... Um, resolutions, yeah. promises, intentions, um, ideas on manifestations for their life, partnerships, relationships, anything. <sighs> Consistency is something that um, I'm really good in some areas and bad in others. And mm -hmm. I think that that is, it's interesting too, yeah. where, where it lies. I think that's kind of, it tends to go that way, I think. Well, consistency creates patterns. That's like constant thoughts your constant thoughts are constantly creating your reality. Yeah. So what you're thinking about, the thoughts become beliefs. Beliefs are just thoughts that are repeated over and over that it's created a pattern. Mm -hmm. So if you constantly think about how you don't have any money, the universe is gonna be very receptive to mm -hmm. that thought. Yeah. and either not give you the money because you believe you don't have it um, or if it's gonna give you more bills or all yeah. you're gonna see is bills. But if you believe you're abundant in the here now moment and have created that thought pattern that became a belief, the universe will respond giving you an abundance of, you know, mm -hmm. whether that be money or health or relationships, whatever abundance is, it, it needs to be um, clarified that abundant it can be anything. Yeah, not always money. No, no. Yeah, I think I love what you said, like the, um, like our thoughts create patterns and then our patterns create a reality. And I think that the, you talked about how sometimes it's, it's easy to be consistent in one, one department and not consistent in another. And I think a lot of times that comes back to like where our values are. Mm. what we value yeah i think a belief belief structure too it's all it's all mindset it's all mindset is really like beliefs and values yes yeah and i think that when you value something you're going to do it consistently yes can i read what i wrote oh, down yeah, absolutely this? yeah so yes it says find the value underlined in the things you do that brings effortless consistency yeah that's Talk. that's exactly what I'm saying. again that's channeled so yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like that's what like life is about. That effortless mm -hmm. consistency where you're not struggling, you're not resisting. It's just your that's the flow. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's something I've for sure seen in my life as like a fitness coach. Yeah. Whereas, well, yeah. I was just gonna say it in nutrition coaching. Too, oh, yeah, of course. To do it, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. One meal isn't going to dictate your life. Like mm -hmm. whether you have a cheat meal, it's not gonna make you fat. But also like if you're haven't been eating as what you would qualify as healthy and want to begin eating healthier, like one day of eating a salad isn't going to make you healthy. It is the consistency on both ends. Yeah, it's the patterns that yeah. you create. So yeah, that's actually a good lean into that a little bit with nutrition. Okay. If, your, if your pattern is eating really healthy, then one thing that's you know not as good for you isn't going to disrupt that pattern unless you let it. Right. So when we have these like dogmatic ideas and we like panic and like kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak, like, oh, I had one one bad meal, <laughs> fuck it. I'm, and then you spiral into bad bad habits or mm -hmm. bad bad choices. 
that becomes the new pattern. But if you just stick with your pattern, that one that one meal here and there isn't going to have any negative effect. Um, in the same way, like you said, you can't just go eat a salad and be like, all right, I'm healthy now. If your life pattern is eating foods that aren't good for you, that don't align with you. Yeah. And I do want to quickly say that the years that I was doing nutrition coaching and that we were doing it together mm -hmm. and then also coming off of a very severe eating disorder, it isn't, you, you can't change something internal with something external yeah so the food is external and i want to preface that 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 is one of the main reasons why i stopped doing nutrition coaching because for years i thought that something external was going to help the internal dialogue mm -hmm. the internal thoughts the internal patterns they would just rewire themselves i i very much found that out myself the hard way and then coaching other people the your mindset comes first. You must interrupt the pattern. You must change the way you think. You must change your relationship to that outside source. Right now we're using the example of food. You must understand what the pattern and the relationship you have with that food is to yeah. change the way that you relate to it. Yeah. And it's like paying attention to where your values lie. Yeah. And I think like for, for me personally, mm. I value my health, I value the health of the planet. I value being you know, physically fit. So it becomes effortless to me mm. to eat foods that are in alignment with my values. So I wanna eat you know, like regenerative meat and organic uh, fruits and vegetables. I want to train every day mm -hmm. because that's what I, what I like and what I value and what's important to me. And it's become who I am through my patterns. But, as like working as a personal trainer and a fitness coach all the time people would come to me who are almost being like forced or guilted or shamed into hiring a coach mm -hmm. and maybe they go see their doctor and the doctor's like you need to start going to the gym yes. you need to lose weight you need to eat better and they'll come hire a, a trainer and that's not what they value they don't value eating healthy, high quality food, they value convenience or like a specific taste. They don't value exercise, they value like doing, you know, whatever else they want to do. And it's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. No. It's just what it is. But it's really hard for people to consistently eat healthy and exercise if they don't value taking care of themselves. Yeah. And if you don't consistently do it, you're not going to create that pattern and you're not going to change. So I would do want to say it is possible. I've seen plenty of people who came, came, hired me as a coach, did not value those things, but stuck with it long enough that they started to notice the difference, mm -hmm. started to feel better, started to move a little better, and then saw the value in it. So wanted to come back and do more. But there's like yeah. a hunk you need to get over yeah. where all of a sudden it's like exercise is miserable. It's miserable, miserable. Oh, I feel better. The pain in my knees is gone. The pain in my back is gone. I want to do more of this. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to get, I don't want to say addictive, but it gets exciting. Yeah. And it gets, it becomes a value. Mm -hmm. So it becomes the thing that you want to do. And I think this works in all fields or yes. all topics or subjects. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I want to toot your horn a little bit because you have a very different approach than most fitness 
trainers mm -hmm. do because you do it very holistically and everything is everything where I do feel the gym culture can be really intimidating yeah. and only focus on, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, right. like all, all these things. And it's like that, like, look at the people who go to the gym in January and then aren't there in February. Right. It's like that burnout. It does yeah. using your slogan of building the momentum. It does need to, um, just as any pattern interrupt and change in pattern, mm -hmm. it needs to be done slowly and with grace and with patience and understanding that the part of you that created, um, this part to either, you know, love fitness or hate it or, yeah. or whatever it is, whatever you value, it's, it's not good or bad, like you said. Um, it just needs to be shown, like by the higher version of yourself that's looking to change, that it's okay to change. It's like that higher version of you mm -hmm. that wants to be different, that vows you maybe a newer reality or life, whatever it may be, except like showing it love. Like, yeah. let's do this, let's give it patience. Like this part of me, we are together. I'm you're, like, you're like, <laughs> almost like cheering your own yourself like be your biggest cheerleader yeah, it's, it's patience i think is a great word that you use there and it's it, yeah it's a matter of like almost like taking the time to really evaluate your values yeah and and mm -hmm. if there's something that you want or there's like a goal that you want to set figuring out where that fits into your values because mm -hmm. you're always going to fall back on the thing that you value yeah and let's talk about maybe because you you definitely speak better about this than I do, but how you have to believe it to be true for change to happen because consistency will get you so far until you hit that plateau. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we've been working with someone who is constantly struggling with their weight and mm -hmm. not seeing results because they, from our conversations, they don't believe that they can achieve. Yeah. I I almost feel like that, that also comes back to values, I think. And it's a, mm. it's, do you value the process? Oh, okay. uh, like. Oh, I see. So like, mean. does the consistency that you need to acquire, like the pattern of consistency that you need to create, mm -hmm. do you value that that's going to make a difference? Like the journey almost, yeah. like embracing it. Yeah, yeah. As a book, because I think a lot of people get really, really frustrated like that it didn't happen already. Right, so like, yes. I, I ate a salad, I worked out a couple of times, what's up, this is. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you maybe you, maybe you do value the results, but you don't value the process of getting to the results. Mm -hmm. I think as, cause I am someone who's very impatient, uh, but it's funny, like I'm not, I'm not necessarily impatient about working out and eating. Like I can be sometimes, mm -hmm. but I, maybe it's just because I yeah. understand that it, it, it takes time and it, it, um, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder how you felt about it like 10, 10, 12 years ago versus yeah. now and just like how your values have shifted over time it's, it's sometimes hard to keep track of that yeah but it it's is. but but kind of like what, what you were hinting at before is like the idea of like really believing that you that it's capable that you're capable of being that version yeah of yourself mm -hmm. and then believing that 
the steps you're taking are in alignment with that. Mm. Yes. And I think being like becoming that version of yourself first. Yeah. Picturing it. Like yeah. it's almost like you need to picture it. You need to manifest it within that, yeah. in your third eye, in your imagination. But what I was going to say before, I'm typically not the most patient person, but I don't think others are either. Like mm-hmm. we live in a world, in society where everything is yeah. hurry up, get it done. If it wasn't here yesterday, then what's the point? And I unfortunately well, yeah. feel that that is just, it's a cultural pattern that we've all taken on. So we have our own patterns. We have family patterns. We have relationship patterns. Like there are so many patterns. Um, and it's, it's just, yeah, another yeah. one that nothing, um, nothing happens overnight until it does because it's almost mm. like I, I don't want to see that nothing happens overnight because i don't i don't believe that but i'll wake up one morning and start journaling and then a light bulb moment happens i'm like oh my god mm-hmm. wait a minute i finally get it so it's like okay that did happen overnight but i also know that it took me either months or years to get to that point um but it feels so good yeah it it's such a, yeah it's like a little paradox almost it's like it do, it doesn't happen overnight until it does it's a really good good paradox i like, think yeah. i just i don't yeah, know right, yeah, right down. um this is you guys this is my channeling it just comes yeah but i was, I was thinking um because i i use the, the fitness analogy a lot mm-hmm. but like the environment is a good one okay where people everywhere you go people are, are talking about oh climate change you know i can't believe we're doing this to the the planet and all this all this pollution and it's all so terrible but people don't value it enough to make changes in their day-to-day life because they value convenience more so it's like oh yeah, yeah. like we need to stop littering and then it's like also just buy a bunch of single-use plastic crap and throw it out or buy like the cheapest version of something you can get on Amazon it breaks in two weeks and you have to buy another one and buy another one and buy another one rather than valuing Mm. things that last and buying something that like care and effort and quality went into so it lasts forever like things used to last forever and now our culture has changed we have this this microwave culture where everything has to be like instant instant gratification and then like planned obsolescence and companies making things that break. Like you get an iPhone and just all of a sudden one day it doesn't work anymore. That's because they want to sell you another iPhone. It's not because they don't have the ability to make iPhones that never break. It's that's not a good business model. Cars, like American cars specifically. This this is the model they use for so long where they, they literally on purpose started making cars worse and worse and worse. So you look at a place like uh, Cuba where they all the cars there are from like the 50s and they still run forever or we were just in costa rica and like oh my gosh everybody's driving cars from like the 80s and the 90s but in america you buy a car from uh two years ago and it breaks down because they make them so that they're obsolete and you need to buy a new one the technology isn't the same the yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Our Honda Accord that was so yeah. old actually ran that really well. That car was well. great. Yeah, that car ran. It had 150,000 miles on it, and it ran great. And we had for like And it years. was, yeah, it was a good old car. Um, it was like from like 2004. Yeah, but it's like, it's just like, an, it's an interesting look. We don't have it look, anymore. It's an interesting look at um, but it culture and how the values of a culture yeah. dictate the patterns and the reality. Where yeah. it's like, you can, you can yell about climate change until you're blue in the face, but... Like, are you actually doing things in your life that are going to make a difference? Are you, how much trash are you throwing out every week? Like, yeah. Um, it reminds me of, um, 
somebody said when we were in it was when we were in costa rica but talking about like oh i'll just throw it away and then she said where's away <gasps> there's one planet where like where do you think trash goes that is not a problem anymore it's, yes. it's all here yeah you're so right yes so that's my tangent we take that, that was a great advantage. Yeah. we take that for advantage uh, we yeah yeah we, we just assume like okay the, the trash truck came it. picked it up now it's gone but it, yeah. i didn't litter but it's like that if that's just mm. sitting in a landfill that's still litter i know it's, it's I, I don't want to get too much into this because costa rica really changed my mind like they're they're so low waste it's crazy. Mm -hmm. like in a good way like it's like it's it's bananas but um yeah yeah um, okay, so just kind of wrapping yeah, so, up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I think like the notes that I had was just like, if you don't see or cannot recognize the value in doing something repeatedly, you won't do it. So exactly like you mm -hmm. said, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it also, the, this is just something like that I have personally recognized. I will start to change in some so sort of way, either introducing a new habit or letting a, older habit that's not serving me go anymore and I'll do it consistently for like a week two weeks um and then I'll, I'll find myself falling back into the old pattern mm -hmm. that is this is certainly like an ego kind of trick but it's not necessarily a bad thing just as we were explaining is one you know good meal or um is gonna get it's right. the same thing once you've started on that you know we'll use the analogy of a spiral staircase yeah. <laughs> if you're coming right back around just just keep going up it like it, mm -hmm. if you fall off the pattern the newer pattern that you're trying to create and get down on yourself and play kind of um the shame game uh same uh guilt shame guilt resentment cycle then it's just gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna perpetuate the older pattern just stick with that consistent thought yeah. of no i've got this it's okay it's just showing me that i fell back and it's okay like we're all human where we all make mistakes we all fall back into patterns it's not a big deal consistency is just gonna bring you much more uh forward quickly if you can, yeah. can get back when you when you recognize that mistake there's like two paths you can take you can either get beat yourself yeah. up and feel bad about it or you can celebrate that you recognized mm-hmm and that's a change. And then you can like sell, oh, I have more awareness. I'm more I'm more aware of this old pattern because you did it probably for years without noticing it. So now just the fact that you did it once and noticed it is a huge win. So you can just celebrate that and stay on track and be consistent. Consistency builds momentum. <sighs>